All right, welcome, guys. This is Numera from the Unfolding Destiny podcast, where we teach you how to build your life within the context of your true identity. Today, I've got my good friend Wyatt on the on the call. And uh, Wyatt, if you could just introduce yourself to let the world know who you are. So, I am Wyatt. Um, a lot of people know me from doing music, rapping, writing songs. Uh, now, I kind of just transitioned into uh, doing, like, sneaker reviews on YouTube and kind of being, like, a personality on YouTube. Um, so yeah, that's, that's who I am. So let's talk about that. So you have this history of doing music and I, I've listened to a bunch of your songs as well. We used to actually play it at the store. So they were really well designed. Like the videos are amazing. You're like, you have all this life and energy in those videos. And I, I forget what one of the lyrics were, but it was like, what you doing? I don't remember. It was something <laughs> like that. Right. And like, I'm like, yo, this is good. And now you're doing sneaker reviews. So I guess like. Where does one end? Where does the other begin? Like, how do they work together? Are you still in music? I think, or- uh, I, I mean, I haven't been doing any music lately, but I have been um, adding my music. Like, when I, if, if you, anybody watches any of my videos, I, any music that's in my, uh, in my videos, as far as like the intro or if I like any type of music, it's actually my own music. So I'm putting my own music into my YouTube channel. So I'm not using anybody's instrumentals. Or vocals, I'm using all my stuff, so it's 100% original, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I always, I always was into shoes, even when I was doing music, even when I was growing up. I always liked shoes. A- anybody that knows me from, you know, elementary school to whenever, like I, all, like I'm known for having like really, you know, pristine shoes. So it kind of just made sense for me to uh, to uh, take that transition and go into uh, doing like shoe reviews and talking about anything involving shoes okay so that's i always wonder because i watch your shoe reviews and i know you got that little beat at the beginning so you didn't yeah. pay someone to do, you did that yourself no that yeah yeah that's the instrumental that's a song that i that i did um and then i just took the vocals off of it and just kept the instrumental okay so that's like your way of kind of staying tied to music. So like from what I've known of you, I always kind of thought that you were always tapped into music and I always felt like you want to get back into it. But I know now like it's been a while. I mean, you're married now and you've got your own house. You're looking at your career, but now you're also podcasting about sneakers. Do you think music is ever going to become like the forefront again or have you transitioned over? Um, That's a good question. I think I'm always going to love music. Uh, I feel like I always will do music. I just don't know where it's going to go. Like, I just do music because I love to do it. So if I happen to release new music and it maybe takes off like it did before, then, you know, maybe I'll do music. But I don't don't think I, like right now, all my focus is on doing, you know, like the sneaker reviews and stuff. So what's what's interesting to me is you just had, what, 500,000 views. Just You just hit that recently, right, on your channel. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like you have an audience. It seems like people are receptive to your message and everything. And so I guess yeah. my question is, okay, uh, I don't – so I know you love music because I kind of – I personally know you, and I know you're good at what you do. You're good at your craft. And I also see that you've got thousands of views, hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube. So it just doesn't ma- add up to me mathematically. Like you've got the audience. You've got the hundreds of thousands of views. You've got the craft. You've got the artistry behind it but you're not focusing on music, but music is what got you here. So how yeah. do you, how do you rationalize that? Like, is, are you just literally just stepping away from music? Is that what it is? Pretty much. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm pretty much stepping away from music. I mean, I haven't created any music in years. So I think my last album I released, uh, everybody's favorite, you know, of course that's kind of like, uh, my, my slogan that I use, um, that was released, a couple years ago on New Year's and it's actually still selling. I still make money off the album. Yeah. I'm still pretty profitable on the album. Um, you know, I make I make, I don't make gas money on the album. Like I still make good money on it. Uh and I use the songs in my YouTube videos. So now I'm making money off of the songs on my YouTube channel. So I mean it, it, it I think I'm just doing that tra- this is the transition. Like this is what I want to do next. This is my passion and I'm just taking it to the next level. Okay, so now how do you manage something like this? Like, I know you love sneakers. Obviously, I see like a thousand boxes behind you, and uh, it's they're not great. real. That's, they're not real. Don't worry about it. It's just a poster from this plane. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's about, interesting, though. What what I what I love about this is though it's interesting. Like, there's different sides to you. Like, you've always been into music. You've always loved music, but then you've always loved sneakers. And now you're taking it. You're just putting your <clears> all <throat> into the sneakers, right? Yep, hundred percent. Okay, so tell me how this idea came about. I always had this idea. It's just you know, like you always have ideas, right? Everybody always has some type of idea, but it always just takes that one, like that one thing in your mind that just makes you want to, you know, move forward and create that idea and actually just like jump off the, you know, jump off the diving board and just do it, like take a chance. So I, like I said, I've always been in the shoes, you know, I watch all these people on YouTube that's doing similar stuff that I am, that I'm doing. And I'm like, yo, I always talk to my friends, my wife. I'm like, yo, I can, I can do this better. Like, I know I can do this better. Like, so just one day I, you know, I called up my, uh, one of my good friends, Matt Simone, and I'm like, yo, I need you to help me, you know, record this. I know, I know you know what you're doing. This is my vision. Let's come together. And literally, like, he was like, let's go. Like, I'm like, like right now. Like, I'm, I'm a type of person. If I set my mind to do something, I'm doing it. Like, it can be right. Like, if me and you were talking right now, you're like, hey, let's do this. I'm like, all right, I'll be over right now. Like, you know, I'm that type of person. Like, I'm that. I have that much passion. So, like, and it just happened. That's just how it happened. Like, it's been working in progress. But this was just the right time, like the right time for the right place. And it just took off. Yeah, I see a lot of people commenting on your videos and it's, it's, it's insane. You really found like it sounds like you found your niche. What's your vision behind this? I mean, I'm, you're a visionary guy. I know you're not just looking at the present moment. What, yeah. what do you what do you want out of this channel? I mean, I want this channel to be like the the number one go to. Like, if you're if you're a young kid, if you're a uh, older adult, if you're a you know young teen, like, I want them to be like to just to go on YouTube or maybe even one day, I have my own like you know how like television is kind of always involving. Like, I might even have my own channel or like my own my own segment on like a TV show, like about a, a tr pretty much doing what I'm doing now, just to another level. So. My my end goal is to be like the number one guy that is just undeniable. Like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go look at look up a new shoe, like go to Wyatt, everybody's favorite page. Like that's the guy that knows what he's talking about. He always has good content. You know, that's pretty much what I want to do. And then this and it's involved. You know, like uh, obviously I'm buying all my shoes. Maybe like get some sponsorships is probably the next thing right now. Getting sponsorships. Um, you know, clothing sponsorships, shoe sponsorships, so they can send me some stuff. I can promote their product, and it's kind of be an endorsement to their to their brand. Okay, so you say a lot of interesting things over here, and what I also know of the sneaker industry is that there's a lot of sneaker reviewers on YouTube, a lot of them. And you yep. said you wanted to rise to the top. You wanted to be the premier channel. So what would you do to become that guy? Like, how would you kind of rise above all the other channels? What are you going to do differently? I mean, I feel like the the stuff that I'm doing in my videos now is 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 taking me to that next level. I mean, obviously, I'm learning every day. I feel like being consistent, you know, being consistent, being up on everything that's going around the, the world in the sneaker industry and being current, you know, being able to pretty much be like a chameleon and talk about anything as far as involving that culture. Um, and I think I'm doing a great job at it. So I just kind of, the, the the progress I've been, you know, uh, doing recently, I feel like I just need, you know, this time next year, like, it's gonna be out this world. Like, I just know it will be like, you know, hopefully I'm, I won't even be working. Like, hopefully it's gonna be a full-time job. Like, so. Would you make this your full-time job if you could? Yeah, definitely. Now, do you have any website in the works or any type of personal promotion? I know you got a YouTube channel, but how do you plan? Yeah, I have a YouTube. Obviously, I have an Instagram. Uh, Wyatt, everybody's favorite three hundred two. So I'm um, I'm I'm on that more than anything because I can engage more with my audience on Instagram, like in, in direct messages or if they want to talk about. Ask me like people comment on uh, my Instagram, like, hey, when is this shoe coming out? Or hey you know where I can get this shoe at and I'll, and I'll look for them. I'll physically go look, Hey, here goes the shoe you wanted. I send them the link and they buy the shoe, which is awesome. It's like, 
they're counting on me to find the shoe for them. Are you serious? Is that happening? Yeah, like recently, I got, yeah, like the other night, a dude hit me up. He was like, that I've been talking to. Obviously, he's been like, hey, I love your videos and things like that. But I keep the con- I keep the conversation going, you know. I feel like building that relationship, just like in any industry, is the most important. Like you want to build a relationship, you want to have that steady convo so they always can rely on you. So he asked me one day, he's like, yo, I didn't get the chance to get these shoes. Do you know anywhere I can get them? At the time, I was like, no, I don't. I have no clue. Like it's sold out everywhere. And then I just randomly popped up on a link. I sent him the link like, hey, there, here goes your size, bro. Like hurry up and get them. And then he sent me back, hey, I just purchased them. Thank you. Like, you know, like I really appreciate Like this has never happened before. He was like, I usually try to talk to sneaker guys and they never really respond to me and things like that. So like me being me doing that, I feel like it's taking the customer service to the next level, you know? That's incredible. Yeah, th- having those conversations is, is so important. Like you're going to find that there's going to be people liking your posts on Instagram. There's going to be people liking your YouTube videos commenting on them and there's gold in that i mean if you can respond to them if you can figure out why they're liking your post hey like why do you like my post what did you like about it oh well i really like sneakers you can probably find ways to like mod like at least get them to get to the sale now my wonder is like let's let's go future state how do you monetize off of an interaction like that because in this case you just sent him a link that's it and that's cool he bought the sneakers but you didn't get anything out of it except for goodwill so I'm so, wondering, though, like, how do you monetize well, off of that? I think the, the easiest way to do it is get phone numbers and emails. You know, like, as we're talking and building a relationship, you know, ask for his phone number. Like, hey, man, what's your phone number? Like, next time, like, I have, like, I'll put you in this group chat and I'll let you know when all my videos come out or when there's a new snip. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can take it to that level, um, which is more personal now. You know, I'm actually, I'm hitting up your cell phone, which everybody can't live without. So, like, and now I have the direct contact to you just like that. In like a blink of a second, I can text you or call you or you can text and call me. I feel like that, that that's an easier way. Because like if Instagram goes away, if Facebook goes away, if YouTube goes away, like I'm going to have your phone number. Like obviously, I feel like most people don't change their phone number that often. So, But still, like how would you make... I'm just thinking like from a capitalistic standpoint, all right, they're in your group. You have like a yep. text message going out. How would you make, would you be like their guy that finds a sneaker deals for them? And would you kind of got a cut out of that? Like, would I you buy the sneakers? Yeah. yeah. You could buy the sneakers yeah. yourself and then sell them like yep. that way. Right. Yeah, I could definitely do that too. I know, I know a lot of people that do that. I mean, I currently do that also. Excuse me. So I, I do actually sell shoes also. So, I'll get shoes early or I will find them in stores and buy them and then I'll, and then I'll sell them. So that's, that's being done also. Now tell me what, what drew you to shoes in the first place? Like, what do you love about them? Cause obviously there's a passion behind it. What do they, re- what do yeah, they represent? To I you? mean, I feel like, uh, they, they, they represent a lot of, like, I'm really big into Jordans and, uh, Iverson shoes, like Allen Iverson shoes. And, uh, they just, they kind of like create memories. Like when I first watched Jordan play, like I he you know I want them shoes. Like there's a lot of shoes when I was a kid I I could never get. Like I uh, maybe I, I didn't have the money or my parents might have not had the money. Um, so now that I'm actually getting some money in life, I want to get these shoes, like these famous Jordan shoes that he won a championship in, or you know whatever. Like had a big shot, you know, wearing these shoes. So that kind of drawed me into getting Jordans and then Iverson is kind of like the same way you know going to going to a lot of Sixers games I'm a huge Sixers fan if you can't tell like every every shirt that I wear in my in my videos is like some type of Sixers shirt so I'm a huge Sixers fan I'm a, I'm a huge Iverson fan and uh I feel like the same way about him so what would you say to someone who has no clue about shoes like what would get them into sneakers is it that they have to be like rabid sports fans who they kind of have to know like, yeah, there's... I, mean, um, I don't know. I, I feel like no one can get you into sneakers. I feel like it's just something that you have to just just want to, you know, want to get into. Like everybody, I feel like everybody likes a new pair of shoes, right? Everybody, yeah. you know, likes this fit. Like when you get a haircut, you're like, yeah, like I'm you feel like a new person. Like I feel right. like when you buy a new pair of shoes, you, you're kind of like in that same mode, like that same vibe, like. 
hey, I, I just got these new pair of shoes. Like, I feel like I can be kind of like that safe way, like, to, to get them into that, to, into that feeling, into that good feeling state of, like, buying a new pair of shoes. But it's, just, it's something that you have to want to do yourself. Like, I can't, I mean, I can give you everything, all the information about the shoes and the upsides and the dislikes, but it's kind of your choice to say if you want them or not. You know? Now, is, is there a certain pair that you have that's like your favorite or one that you would dream of? Um, there's a lot, man. I feel like I got to the point where I'm just get, I'm like getting like doubles of shoes. Doubles? Why I, doubles? Yeah, so you get doubles because you want to obviously you want to cherish that new pair of shoes. Like you don't want to wear them. Like you okay. always want that that new look. You don't want it to be dirty or anything like that. And you get the other pair to wear. So, yep. that's interesting. Now, how do you in this world? I know there's a lot of fakes. There's a lot of like a scam out there. How do you know that? Like when you refer refer someone to a sneaker, that it's the real deal? Because a lot of the time, especially with some of these, like you can't just get them off of Nike.com. They're sold out of Nike.com. They're sold off of the main manufacturer's website. So, how do you know that you're selling someone that's something that's authentic? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times that's where I'm getting the shoes from, where I'm getting them from a reputable dealer or a person that I've done plenty of deals with. Um, I recommend like certain people to go to or like I'll, I'll physically get the shoe myself from them. But, you know, knowing what sneakers look like, obviously fakes gotten better and better and better over the years. So it's it's harder to tell what a, what a real shoe is and a fake shoe is. But, you know feel like I've been pretty successful at doing that, you know, throughout the years. So I try to, I try to recommend like websites that are like authentic websites. So some, there's a lot of websites besides like, you know, Foot Locker and Nike and things like that. So Adidas, there's other websites that are just as um, authentic as them. Now, what about like fashion, like Balenciaga's or Gucci or I guess borderline Yeezys? Like, do you have a certain like category that you only are you just basketball and sports or would you go into those other categories as well? Um, I probably wouldn't go into like the high fashion. Like I used to wear a lot of high fashion shoes and stuff, but it's just like eh, I'm not really I'm not really too interested in that at the moment. Um, Yeezys, yeah, I do a lot of Yeezys also. There's those uh, boxes behind me. Um, it's pretty much just Nike, Jordan. It doesn't even have to be a basketball shoe. Like, a lot of my shoes I have aren't really basketball shoes. They're more just for looks. Like, regular day, just wearing them. Now, all right, so you've got the music, you've got the shoes, but who else are you? Like, how does this fit into the greater picture of your life? Like, I know you're kind of focusing on this one market, and this is what you love. <laughs> But I almost feel like when you're dealing with someone who has multiple passions, they, they find a way to kind of unify them across different channels. And I know you're starting to put your music into this, and I know those are all original beats and everything like that. But like, what else are things that you're focusing on outside of sneakers, outside of music, that you think could also probably help impact your brand as uh, why everybody's favorite? Um, I mean, I still have a full-time job. So, I mean, I'm, I'm still really passionate about that, uh, meeting new people, um, doing the best I can at my current job, which I work at Best Buy. So I'm one of the managers at Best Buy. So I'm still trying to evolve that, like, to a point where I'm super comfortable. You know, I love going to work. So that's that's something else that I'm doing. Um, obviously, I have a family still. So I have kids. I have two kids and a wife. So that's two kids. And a lot wife. Of, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of things I'm juggling, you know, so. Yeah. So how do you find a way to juggle all that? So you're a manager at Best Buy. You've got the sneaker thing. There's a musical past. How do you, and you're a father of two kids, you're married. How do you manage to get all that done? And I, mean, I feel like it's just a lot of, uh, a lot of communication, a lot of being on the same page, um, a lot of compromising, things like that, um, just, to, just to get to the greater goal, you know, so, which has been working out pretty, pretty good at, at the moment, so. Does your wife watch your videos? Is she a fan? Yeah, she definitely watches my videos. I, I tell her she needs to comment more and like my stuff, you know? But, uh, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> now, did she, was she a bigger fan of the music or the sneakers? I think at the moment, the music. She's a bigger fan of the music. 
as of now, I mean, I just got started doing the sneakers, like as far as what I'm doing now. So time would tell, you know, everything doesn't happen overnight. So. But you see yourself doing this every day. I mean, like I've seen how many videos do you have on like 10, 15. Like how many do you have for this channel? I think uh, I think a little over 10. A little over 10. What's your most yeah. popular video? The uh, When I was reviewing the Jordan 1 um, mid black toe Chicago's thing. It almost has like 8,000 views. 8,000 views on that one video. So tell me a little bit about that. Like what's what's so special about that? Shoot, and you don't have to say the whole thing again because obviously there's a video about yeah. it. But. Yeah, I mean, I think um, the the main thing that made that that video special is a lot of Jordan people that been into the shoes for a long time. They're like the Jordan ones are known for like high tops. So if you if you wanted a Jordan one sneaker, which is like Jordan's first sneaker, it was always a high top shoe. So this pair is at mid, which is like half the size, but it's in, but it's in a amazing colorway that a Jordan one high top would be. So there's a lot of controversy of, I like this shoe, but it's a mid. So it's like, I really like the way this shoe looks, but I wish it was in a high top. And then people are just so like non mid Jordan shoes. They, they, uh, they kind of like frown upon getting like a Jordan mid shoe for some reason. So this colorway, because it's not the OG look, it's not the original look for Jordan. Jordan never wore mids. So he never wore mids. No, I mean, he, he did, I think like when he first started, um, from my knowledge, but he, like, he wasn't like the one, the one high tops or like the ones that kind of took over. So everybody frowns upon the mids. Everybody frowns upon this video. Yeah, this video just like took off, which is which is awesome. Yeah. What were some of the comments that people were saying on this video? I mean, it has it only has ten dislikes, which isn't that bad, and it has one hundred and fifty four likes. So more obviously, a lot more people liked it than disliked it. Um, and honestly, this video kind of gave me a lot of traction because people asked, like, kind of like I was saying before with the other uh, guy I was talking to about, like, where can I buy these? Like, they're sold out all over the place. Like, I was helping people get this shoe that really liked it. So a lot of people um, were in the same predicament as me. They they wanted the shoe, you know. So I bought, I bought my wife a pair. The ones I'm reviewing in the video are a size 7 for my wife. So I didn't even have my own pair yet. I bought them for her. Oh, really? And I was like, I just let me review yours because I think this might be interesting. I think a lot of people might like this. And then, like, I ended up getting my own pair. But... Yeah. Are they super hard to find? Not at the moment. I mean, they so like Nike, Foot Locker, like like foot sites like them. They release them and then they sell out. So like they're like they go they go fast. Like as soon as they release them, they sell out. But they always it seems like like once a week they might release them again. Once a week they might release them again. So I'm just now thinking like future state. Like so you've got this video, you've got these videos that you're putting out almost almost daily now and i feel like there's a way to kind of brand yourself off of that kind of like you know who gary vaynerchuk is mm-hmm. right like putting out content every single day and then just putting it yep. out there sometimes it could take you a few years for you to really have your voice and everything like that but do you see yourself being more so even four or five years out are you still going to be reviewing sneakers is that like your stick or do you feel like there's going to be something beyond that at that point? Like, do you still want to, is it still going to be media ask or are you going to start doing, I don't know, consulting? Are you going to make your own sneaker line, custom shoes? I know some people do that. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think at this moment it could, it could go anywhere, man. I think, I think, um, yeah, it could, I don't know. Um, but the way it's going, I feel like there's a lot of avenues I could take. Um, and I think I'm ready for it. So, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I do see my, I don't know. I don't see myself three years from now still reviewing shoes, like kind of like I'm doing now, but maybe to a higher level, like maybe maybe designing the shoe. Maybe uh, maybe one of these sneaker brands picks me up. And I, I don't know, like, you know, like I'm, I'm ready for anything. So 
Because one of the things I would recommend is like having a, a voice like this is incredibly important. And it's really hard to look into the future, especially if you love doing what you're doing right now. But the powerful thing behind what you've got going on right now is that it costs you nothing. I mean, it might cost you a little bit. You might have to buy the shoe, but it doesn't really cost you anything to actually promote it and talk about it. It's almost free. You just get on the camera and you talk about it. But yep. at the same time, because of that, what's happening is that there's a way for you to actually grow a following and actually keep in contact with all these people. So I guess my thing is like, if you can grow your list of subscribers and actually find a way to stay in constant communication with them, stay in constant contact with them, then when it comes down to it, you could actually sell them whatever it is that you're looking to sell them. It doesn't have to be a sneaker. It could be anything. So I guess yep. I know I know you said that, yeah, you have all these subscribers on your YouTube channel and they're commenting and whatnot. But do you have like a way to email them or get in contact with them? Do you have something set up where let's say they um, you, you put a video up, right? And I'm just kind of giving you ideas here. You put up a video, you say, hey, look, uh, go to my why everybody's favorite website. Right now I've got a special promotion going on. Put your name and email in the boxes. You get their email and then they get some freebie out of it. But do you have any way to generate a list? Uh, at the moment, no, but that's it's definitely coming. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't plan it on it taking off it like this so yeah. fast. So, um, yeah, I want to start doing like merch and things like that, you know, getting my logo on the shirts, you know, promoting my brand a little more heavy. So, yeah. Getting emails and, and creating a website and di diving more deep into the business is definitely, definitely to come. Look, man, because of how quickly this is going, I almost feel like you're going to have that level of pull. Like you don't, you don't understand. I mean, I think you kind of do because you're humble, but you just, you just almost, it seems like you don't realize what your potential is. And it's, it's, it's cool. I like it. It's endearing because you're not, your head's not up your butt. But what I'm saying yeah. is that. I honestly think you, of all people, like you've got this incredible YouTube channel. People, people don't know where to go after they go to the channel. And if there was some way where if you were to put up a website and ha find a way to capture that data, that information, like you, whatever you're looking to build is going to build so much more quickly. Like you're going to be able to make so much more money, like in the shorter run. I mean, you're not going to yeah. have to wait four or five years. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. So I'm thinking like, like, is there a way for you to start thinking about like merchandising yourself? Like you just said it right now, but getting a why it t-shirt or something like, is there a way for like these people who are subscribed to your channel to take a bit of why it into their lives? Like, do you have anything like that in the works? Yeah, I don't like I have t-shirts. Um, I have I'm going to start doing like uh, so once I get to a thousand subscribers, I'm going to do like a big giveaway. Uh for like my whole like everybody that's subscribed like i'm gonna i might put out i'm not sure what i'm gonna do but there's definitely works i need about another less than 500 subscribers to hit to hit to a thousand so i feel like that's the mark that's gonna give me enough time to get everything ready and prepared so when i do hit a thousand subscribers but yeah merch is definitely going to be coming what kind so, of merch uh t-shirts um t-shirts definitely hoodies t-shirts and hoodies but i'm trying to think of something different because everybody does t-shirts and hoodies Maybe, um, uh, maybe, maybe like shoelaces. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something different, uh, that I can do. Okay. So now I'm just getting a little creative here, but what I'm also thinking about is, so you put the music together for your videos, right? I do. Do you think, and I'm, this is like a thought here. Do you think that as your brand grows, you could also be producing beats on the side and then selling beats just because of how much exposure you have through your sneaker channel. Is that a possibility or is that something you're not interested it's, in? Anymore? It's possible. Um, I probably wouldn't be interested in doing that uh, just because it just, I think it just takes, takes away from what I'm passionate about at the moment, you know? So yeah, I don't, I don't, it, it takes a while to make beats. So yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm just thinking about different angles that you could take to really like leverage your brand and like your musicality and all the things that you've done in the past. I think that's pretty exciting. Like, I don't know, man, like putting out merchandise, having uh, thousands of videos and views and stuff like that. I think that's really, really cool. I'm just really thinking, though, like as it stands right now, it seems like you're going to be a blogger. And I think that's cool. It's uh, you can yeah. be an influencer in that regard. I always wonder, though, like at that point, you're still the face of the brand. It's just you. And I'm wondering if there's a way to kind of make it so that you could have a team with you and actually build an, I guess, an empire off of that. Do you want how big do you want this thing to go? I mean, I know you want it to be on YouTube, but how big do you want? Now, it to I, want go? I want it to go as big as possible. Like, I feel like there's so much more than like kind of like you're saying like to sum it up like there's so much more than just youtube like you know we're, there's tvs like there's there's pe like people you know everything's kind of coming down to like a lot of streaming things like everybody's streaming so youtube has been like super popular but i want i want to go as big as possible man i want to go big so like kind of like i kind of think of like how kanye did it he started off with music then he became a fashion mogul and you know a, a designer and all this other stuff do you see yourself segueing into i mean i know you said merchandise and that's one thing but do you see yourself going into other industries as well like fashion or entertainment possibly or would it always yeah. kind of yeah 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 i mean I, it, at the moment i i don't have like i'm trying to just do this first like this is like what I want to do at first, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, if something else comes about, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm I'm willing to make it work if it makes sense. So let's peel back the layers just a little bit here because I'm interested. Like, anyone who starts a YouTube channel, they don't have like eight thousand views overnight. And I know the sneaker, you said it yourself, sneakers are a little bit oversaturated. There's a lot of people doing sneaker reviews. But what did you do to build up your audience to the point where you had this level of following, this much traction? Like, what do you do marketing-wise to get that level of exposure? Um, so I didn't do much. Um, I feel like, obviously, I feel like like the tag on the video, like, you have to make, like, your thumbnail really entertaining. You have to make sure your title grabs the attention of the viewer so they want to click on it. And then once they click on the video it's really up to you now. Like it's up to you to keep the viewers attention so they can watch the whole video or watch a minute of it and then come back and watch more. So, um, but as far as like, I'm, I'm really big on social media. So like Instagram, I'm, I'm, uh, contacting people that like sneaker posts. Like I'll go into all the likes and see who like a particular shoe and I'll contact them and saying, Hey, check out my video. Here goes the link. Yeah, like I'll go that deep, bro. Like I'll go to like the biggest sneaker like YouTuber and kind of like figure out his following and I'll talk to his following and pretty much take his fan. Like I'll take them. Are you serious? Them. Yeah, like that's how deep I go. Like and I'll even talk to like some of the bigger YouTube guys right now. Like I have I have a I'm doing a sneaker battle tomorrow. Um What's on a YouTube. It's like so. Me and you are talking right now. Yeah. There's gonna be like it's, but it's gonna be mad people in the chat. So like, there's gonna be like four judges and me battling somebody else. So like, and that's like a really big YouTuber. Like he's gonna be hosting that, and I got into that. Um, so I I pretty much just direct message a lot of these guys and tell them, hey, like, I watch your videos. I'm a huge fan. Like, when you get a chance, check out my videos. Like, I really appreciate it. Maybe we can get up and collaborate. Like, if you have any tips and things like that. So, um, and a lot of people respond back. So, uh, you know, I feel like once they once they see my content and my quality and my consistency, they know that I'm like the real deal. So, yeah. So you're actually going to these people. You're messaging their followers. You're dropping links in that way. You're messaging yep. the YouTube channel as well. So you're doing yep. a lot of gr internal growth hacking, I call. You're just kind of putting your message everywhere. You're doing yep. your research. You're finding out. So it's not like you're just putting a YouTube video up. That's not it. No. You're doing a lot more behind the scenes then to get that exposure. Yeah, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get the audience. To, to my pages you know like i'm trying to get the follow i'm trying to get the subscription i'm trying to get you to to notify like so you can see when all my videos come out like i'm trying to 
have conversations with these people and, and, and see what they like, see what type of shoes they like, see what they're looking, uh, what they're upcoming looking for. Like, so I can put out that content and be the first to do it and then get all the, the benefits from it. That's really smart. And I think that's, it's interesting. A lot of people, when they set up a channel or something, when they do something, they just hope that people find it. Oh, oh yeah, someone will find it. But you're actually structuring it out so that you're actually putting it out there, getting into the right hands, you're being proactive. How much yep. time do you think this takes for you to get that word out? Like, how much time do you dedicate to self-promotion? Honestly, bro, it could, it could, it could happen super fast or, or it could take, or it could be a slow grind. Like, it could... It's back and forth. Like some of the stuff happens really fast. Like I'll go, I'll go, like I'll do what I have. Like I'll spend like maybe like 30 minutes on Instagram and do what I just told you I did. And then I'll like turn my phone off and then check back in like two hours. And I have like a hundred followers and like eight, eight comments on my videos just on Instagram. And I have like six subscribers on YouTube now just from doing that 30 minutes of work. So what do you do in that 30 minutes of work? Like I said, I'll fo- like I'll follow some of the people on Instagram. I'll go into their fans and talk to them and send them links, and then I reap the benefits of doing that. So, are you like- serious? So wait a minute. So if I go to like an Instagrammer's page, I can see who's following them, and I'll just you just message those people that are following them. Correct. <laughs> and that's that's just thirty minutes of work right there, and that's how you grew kind of like your following. That's that's. That's freaking genius, actually, if you really think about it. And so, and a lot of the time, these Instagrammers, they might not even know, like the the influencers, like, because they probably have a million followers, but you can always go to their followers and you can always message them directly, you know? And then what's cool about you is that, like, if you, especially if you're building up your audience, you might get to a point where you might have, like, 100,000 followers. So a person that sees that you message them, they're going to be like, oh, my God, who's this guy? And they're going to want to yep. follow you and they're going to want to tell their friends. They're going to screenshot it. It's going to be really, really cool. So what you're really doing is you're just like, you're, you're doing a very, where'd you figure this out? Where'd you learn this? Did you kind of study it somewhere? For music. I'm doing, I'm doing, so I'm doing the same pattern I did with my music, which is, which is, which is, uh, I already have a head start onto all this. So like the same process I was doing to promote, to promote my music, I'm doing literally the same exact stuff I did with my sneakers so i'm not doing anything different even with music you did the same exact thing so you same put, exact thing same that's exact incredible thing. wow yeah. like my, my mind is blown because right it's now. a video because because a video is a video right a music video is a sneaker video right people go on to youtube and watch it it's, it's it's the same exact thing so however like when I had a music page, like people subscribe to my music page to see my music videos. Now I'm doing sneaker reviews. People subscribe to my sneaker page. It's the same thing. So the same way I get traffic to that and get subscribers and have people come back and watch my, my videos is going to be the same way. So before I was selling music, you know, I found out, hey, I'm selling music. I'm selling merch. I'm doing shows. I'm trying to get people to come out to see me perform like. That's how I made the money, you know, like now I just got to figure out how to do that in the sneaker industry. So that's powerful. You literally had an entire strategy behind it. And it's almost like you could growth hack anything. You could literally talk about ice cream sandwiches and then go to people on Instagram that like ice cream and message them. You could literally. Right. Now with these people, like, are you following them as well? Or are you just directly messaging them? I'm following them. You're following them. So, yeah. So like, uh, I'm not following everybody, but I, I follow a good amount because a lot of people like to be followed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody likes to be followed. Like, it's like, Oh, he's following me. Like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. Like I'm following you, bro. Like, that's fine. I see you too. Like, I know you see me, but I see you too. Like, it's like that. Fo- like it feels good. Like you follow someone, they follow you back. You're like, yay. You know, like, so yeah, I follow a lot of people back. Especially if they're if they're a part of my family now, like if you're watching my video, supporting me, liking it, commenting, like now now you're actually a part now. You know, like if you're just ghost viewing my stuff, yeah, like no, I'll I'll probably unfollow you because you're not doing anything for me. 
That's interesting. Oh, wow. It goes against like, man, that's just, it's just, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch your back, but this is valuable. And I think a lot of people can get value from this. It's like, no one understands the whole idea of the hustle. It's like, yeah, you can put your music out there, but if you're not doing anything with it, if you're not engaging the audience, if you're not going out and commenting on other people's posts, if you're not messaging people, then you're not going to be able to organically grow your reach. That's that's phenomenal. Like I'm taking a slightly different approach only for the fact that I am more enterprising, I'm more entrepreneurial. So like I want to create my own programs and I want people to buy those. I'm doing my unfolding destiny thing because I just love talking about identity and culture and stuff like that. I haven't really started pushing my brand out there in that way because my biggest focus is I want to launch programs and stuff. But at the same time, I feel like it doesn't matter how you scale it. I think you need to find a way to brand yourself online as a person. And I think you're doing that really well through why it, I, I just, yep. why it's everybody's favorite. I feel like because you're going to be able to corner that because you're doing this the right way, then when it comes down to a point where you do need to sell something, well, you've already got a list of a hundred thousand subscribers or followers. You can easily just promote something to them. Yep. So that's, that's pretty phenomenal. Like, are you planning on, I know you said YouTube thousand followers on there, subscribers, but what about Instagram? Do you have an, uh, an idea for how yeah. much you want to Instagram, Instagram has been moving really fast too. Cause before I, before I started doing the sneakers, I think I only had like 3000 followers. Now I'm almost at 6,000. You're almost at 6,000 now. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> Uh, that's a good question. How long? When, my first video was. It was about a month ago. Uh, it was. Was. I don't know. That's a good question. When was my first video? Let's check. My first video was. Twenty-two days ago. I don't know. So like yeah, about a month ago, within a month, you've gotten close to six thousand followers, huh? And no, you're not I got three three thousand followers. I had already had three. I'm almost at. I'm almost no. My first video was three weeks ago, bro. Right, less than a month ago. Okay, yeah. so you you already had three thousand followers because of your artistry, because you were a musician. So you already had that, but now yeah. you're about to double it. Yep. And you're not paying for any of this traffic, are you? You're just messaging people. Yeah, it's just it's just all organic. It's just building relationships. That's all it is. Like showing people you care, showing people you can you can be a human and answer questions and carry on a conversation like and just keep people's interest. Like that's about it, man. You have to be consistent. It's all about being consistent at the end of the day. That is pretty genius, man. It's like you're finding these incredible people like you're finding people on Instagram who are commenting on other profiles saying, hey, how can I find the sneaker? And you happen to know how to find that sneaker. So you're messaging that person directly and you're bringing them to that sneaker. I mean, like it's incredible. Or maybe you're sending them a video of a review that you did. Or maybe you're looking at the conversation and then you're realizing, oh, people are talking about this other topic about sneakers. Let me do a video on that. Yep. Is that that's all it is. That's all it is, bro. Like it's that it's that simple, but once it's it's like you have to like you have to have a plan like cuz you once you get once you get the consumer like you have to know what to do with it, you know, like there are, there always has to be like what's next? What's next? What's next? You know, like so yeah. That's pretty much that's pretty much what I do. The cat's out the bag. <laughs> the cat is out the bag. I mean, that's, that's, it's just, it's about caring though. It's about you really build a reputation because I feel like you're the type of person that no matter how big you get in terms of followers and how much influence you have, you're never going to lose your roots in terms of, well, no, the reason why I was able to get this far is because I always kept in communication with my fans and my followers and all of that. And yeah. I think that's like the one person I, I think on Instagram who does this better than anyone else is The Rock, right? Like he does oh, a yeah. so incredible job. He's so 
humble and he's so down to earth and like he shares his actual life with you and like you f- you feel like there's this authentic character behind him. you love the rock and like yeah. i remember like uh what was it there was this post that he made recently grasso actually liked it right it was like um he was talking about how these days about fame versus like being unknown and how he's fortunate about it but he's gotten to the point where he'll be at a restaurant and he'll know instantly all right that person's about to cry that person's trying to get an autograph like he just knows it but he's so humble because like he realizes, look, someone comes up to me and asks me for an autograph. What does it take? 30 seconds of my day, right? Like, I'm in such a privileged area of my life. And I think that, yeah, man, like, I think you're going to come to a point where you're going to have so many followers that you're not going to have to follow people back anymore. But at the same time, right now, as you build your reputation and your brand, what you're saying is you want to give a follow back to the people who also supported you while you were on your up and up. And I think that's definitely yep. valuable, right? Yep, definitely. That's a great point. Yep. Man, it's, it's powerful. I see that, especially because of the way you're doing it, the future really is in your hands. Like there's nothing that you can say or do, or no one, no one can take what you're building away from you. It's, it's not luck. It's, you're actually going after the market that you want to capture. And I think that's yep. genius. My, what kind of stifles me or kind of stumps me is what stopped you? with If you had this plan, you knew how to do this all along, what made you not go through with this with music, the way you're doing it with sneakers? Were you just not as passionate? I remember a few years ago, you, music was everything. What stopped you yeah. from growing that brand? I don't know, man. I think I just got to a point where it just wasn't fun anymore. Like, I think I think that's all. All it was It's just like, hey, like to me, music mu- music took a lot of work. Like, it took a lot of uh, traveling. It took a lot of it took a lot of money. Like, it took it took a lot of dedication to do music. And I feel like it just got to a point where I wasn't really. It wasn't fun anymore, man. Like it just really wasn't. So really, and I feel like yeah, it just it just it just stopped being fun. Um, and and this has definitely brought my passion back out. You know, this is like this has just brought me to another level. Um, and I'm taking like I, like we talked about before. I'm taking kind of like the same approach I did with my music. The stuff that I learned that was that worked. The stuff that didn't work. And I'm you know putting it all into what I'm doing now. So. Um, I still love music. I still, you know, there's times where I'm like, yo, I want to go down to the studio and make a song, but you know, maybe, maybe I do it. Maybe I don't, but, uh, this is, this is what I'm putting all my eggs into right now. That's interesting. Like, cause we always see the highlight reel and I see those music videos and I see your, your following. I see the type of music you put out and listen to them. Like, all right, this guy's really got something, but even though you loved music, you didn't love the entire lifestyle. You didn't love being on the road as much. You didn't like all the traveling. You didn't like being away from now what you have as a family. And it's just, it's not right. It's not something that you could do. And it's almost like when you look at musicians, when someone's really like a musician, like they're on the road and they're traveling, you find oftentimes it's very hard for that person to actually have a relationship and a stable one. And you, it's hard for them to grow that because they're always on the road. They're always traveling. And it's like, and I guess in your case, you wanted to be a family man at the same time, right? Yep, I did. And that's, and that's what I am. Like, that's what I consider myself. But this is just another way to, you know, it, this is an, just another thing that makes me happy besides my wife and kids. So, yeah, this is my sport pretty much. This is your sport. I mean, like, I, I see it. I see, like, uh, Dorsey's commenting on your post, managers from different Best Buys. And it's, like, yeah. it's it's really, really cool. Like, people are watching and they're engaged in your content. They're seeing that this is actually really happening. And I think they're also attracted to the fact that you've got a lot of pull, a lot of subscribers, a lot of weight. That's I'm inspired, right? Like, I'm, like, starting to see, like, how easy it is to – get someone to follow you back but as long as you're putting out real content that's valuable that helps out another person i think there's gold in that 
do you think everybody can do what you do in another niche or do you think that not everyone's made for video like is this learnable yeah i mean i feel like i feel like everybody's not made for video like there's that this has to be something about like there there can be people that do everything i do but just not like you you put on you like click on the video and they're just like boring like you know what i'm saying like you it's either you have it or you don't have it um <laughs> to me i mean all the other stuff i feel like anybody can do you know like how i get the followers and how i get the you know like anybody can do that it's just it's just it's just pretty much just doing it you know like being a human and freaking talking to people um anybody can do that and building building a relationship but like once the camera's on that's where it kind of that's where everything changes you know like it does yeah yep why everybody's favorite like you put on like you're this calm guy but then the camera's on and then you become a different person you become a more elevated version of yourself you're like more amplified and you're engaged and you're just making these like references you definitely have that persona. I would let me ask you this. Like, so I mean, your name is Manning Camp, Manning Wyatt Camp, but is Manning Camp the same person as Wyatt? Are they different people? Or like how do you kind of figure um, that out? That's a good question. Uh I want to say that they are the same person, but I mean I feel like Wyatt is like, I mean, everybody calls me Wyatt either way. So it's like, you know, from from working with you, like no one calls me Manning. So, but if I had to relate like people that know me and then people that like maybe watch me, I feel like it is like two, like you kind of said, like it's like a different version of me, like uh, a little bit more like why it's like more like hype, you know, more trendy, like. And then, like, why it, like, work why is more like a little bit more serious, I would say. You know, I still like to joke around, but, you know. I know you do. I so, do know. I, yeah. I think, I, think I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you can answer that question. Like, what's the, like, because you, you've known me for a couple years now. So, like, you know me from work. Like, how am I at work? And then, how am I maybe outside of work? Like, or like for my videos, like, do you see the same person? No, I don't. Um, yes, I do. Like at work, like you have this incredible ability to be focused on whatever it is that you're doing, man. Like if you're at work, I mean, sure, everyone checks your film, but you know, you're working. I mean, other people might be pretending that they're working, but no, I mean, anyone who's listening to this video, uh, listening to this audio or watching the video, the one thing that they have to agree if they know you is that no, when you're at work, you work and you don't mix your business and your work. And that's that's a very hard ability to conquer, right? Like to be able to do the things that you do outside of work and be successful at them while still being successful at work. And so at work, it's just you're not playing around. You're just you're you're I guess on game on mode or you're you're focused and that's what it is. You'll joke yeah. around, but when it comes down to the video, you deliver. And what's important about that, there's versatility, right? Like, you know, when it's time to be a performer, you perform. You just you just do that. And I think yep. the, the one thing I want to extract out of this is how did you build up that persona? Because it's not like, yes, there are naturals. There are people who are just naturally gifted at putting on a performance. But you've kind of segmented it. Like, you are the father to your children but you're the husband to your wife and then you're also this musician that part hasn't left but now you're doing sneakers but when you present when you put on a show there is a different side of you how did you learn to craft not craft but bring that side of yourself out was it years of like soul searching was it personal development was it through your music that you found your voice like what was it um a lot of it definitely happened through music you know like when you when you first when you first do your first performance, like everybody, you're up there by yourself. Like everybody's watching you. It's showtime, you know. Like, and then the, the more you do it, the better you become at it. The the less butterflies you get. Like you're still gonna be excited and maybe a little nervous, but when you got you know a hundred people looking at you, when you got a couple thousand people looking at you, and they're and they like your music, like it's it's time to like go on the stage and put on a show, like. Um, and even so, even before music, I used to like aggressive inline skate. So, really? 
Yeah, like, like I would say pretty much professionally to a point. Like, I was on ESPN a couple of times in competitions. Oh, my um, God. And it's the same thing. Like, just like music, like, when you're making a song, when you're, when you're, fir- when, when the song's already mi- mixed and mastered, like, you're, you're looking in the mirror and you're dancing and trying to, you're trying to practice. So when, when I was skating, you know, like I go to the skate park, I practice my routines, I practice my tricks, but guess what? It's a competition now. The cameras are out, the lights are on, you know, it's time to, it's time to perform. So I kind of learned from that, like, go do your run, go do your three minute run right now. Like, boom, like everybody's watching you. You're, you're on a huge skate park, like in a huge skate park and you have to, put on a two minute run, you know, like everybody's watching you. You're on this big course by yourself, like go do it. Um, so I, I, I did that for like the beginning of my, pretty much my younger life forever, for like a long time. So. It's incredible. So you seem like when the spotlight is on, you know how to just put your game face on. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I've been, I've been in so many circumstances where, I actually like the spotlight on me. I like being the the center of attention because I've done it so many times after time after time. Of course, I failed sometimes. Of course, I succeeded. But like at the end of the day, I kept going. You know, I kept doing what I had a passion to do no matter what. And so I figured out how to get good at it. So, yeah. It's it's interesting. And what you bring up is this incredible point because most people, and I, I mean, I, I haven't done a statistical analysis or some survey, but I would venture to guess that most people haven't really put themselves out there like that. You see a lot of people, they kind of live on the sidelines. They'll go to work, they'll play their Xbox, and they're very much in their own little bubble and their own little world, and you'll never hear from them or hear of them. But you take that same person and you put them in front of like a pack of lions <laughs> like that person's gonna come to life that person's gonna run and you're gonna find his, his inner warriors about to come out and i yeah. think that with you by having put yourself by you putting yourself in situation where you're doing like aggressive inline skating and being on espn and doing music and putting your everything into music and then into this it's almost like you've been kind of growing that persona that performer personality all along throughout your life and I think yep. you've gotten to a point where, like, you know, there was a lot that was holding you back as well, like stuff that we're, we don't have to talk about it on camera. But I just I know that you were going through a lot of personal things as well. And mm-hmm. it was almost like, all right, if I do the music, can I have a family or vice versa? Right. And yep. it was almost like you had all these things. And if it was just me, 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 I, 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 sure, you could be that aggressive inline skater, you could be that musician. But then, like, there's also the whole fact of just like you find someone and I know that you love your wife and you've always loved her. And yeah. then there was a whole piece behind that. And I, it's up you, I'll leave the door open if you want to walk down that path. But what I'll say from my end is that I know that your wife was yeah, you a, were a huge, part of that. <laughs> I was you a, were a part of that. Yeah. Man. I was a part of that. Yeah. I took the video. Yeah. That was, and like, I, I remember though, man, I'm just only going to be brief. Like I'm going to be kind of, I'm not going to give too many details because I want to respect your privacy whatever. But I know that during that time leading up into that, there was so much going on in your mind that she was the only focus of your attention and you couldn't focus on music. You couldn't give it your all. And it was one of those things where you started to grow and realize that, wait a minute, I'm finding out what I really want out of my life. I want to have this woman in my life. I want to have my kids, but I don't want to lose this other side of me. I don't want to lose the performer. So what I'm really curious about is like, it was a long time coming. It didn't just happen overnight. How did you finally come to the conclusion that, wait a minute, I could be married. I could have my kids, but I could transition over from music and start talking about sneakers how was that process like because i know for a fact it didn't happen overnight no it took um it took a couple years man uh once um once i started seeing the stars online like you know like i got my woman i wanted like my whole life like i married her um we went on you know we went on a great honeymoon like we uh we got a house, you know, like we got our first house together. Like we went on a family vacation to Florida. Like we, 
like stuff in my brain that I always wanted to do, um, I started accomplishing. You know, we started doing stuff as a family. And the next thing was now now like what do what what do I need to do? Like what do what does Wyatt want to do? Like what makes me happy, like besides my wife and kid, you know? So that and this is it. Like this is this was the next this was the next star that I had to connect. And um it's happening as we're talking. So Yep. And it's just like it's you say it so matter of factly, but it took so long. And I remember I used to come to you and I used to ask you, hey, even even four months ago, you're like, yo, new mayor, I'm thinking about starting this music thing up again. I, I've got the studio set yeah. up in my basement. I've got the the production keyboard. I've got everything. But still something was holding you back. What was it that I know, I know the whole lifestyle and everything, but do you think that part of you was afraid that if you went down that path and made it serious again, that would you possibly lose your family or something? Like, I'm, I, I don't, I just don't think. It, yeah, I mean, I would, I think part of it. Yeah, I think it, like, like, uh, like we were talking about, it consumes a lot of time, um, and it's just a different lifestyle, man. And I just wasn't ready to go back in that same position, even though I love to make music, so. This was something that I never really thought about doing until like recently, you know, like I just put everything together and I'm like, hold on, like this has been this has been under, you know, my shirt forever. And I just it's time to bring it out. Like and I was like, this makes sense. And uh, it makes me feel just like music. Like it makes it, it makes me feel like I'm doing music and I'm really not even doing music. So. Isn't that incredible? Like, you really got to think about this. This is so, so beautiful. Like, you you loved her so much that you stopped everything just to make sure that part of your life was right. And your kids, you wanted to, like, I mean, if you were just on your own, you could just live in an apartment. You could live under a box. But, no, you ended up buying right. a house, right? Like, you, you yeah. ended up buying a house. And it wasn't just for you. I mean, it was, it was for your family, wanting to kind of set them up right. You did such a wonderful thing, like – Watching out for them, making sure that everyone is okay, making sure that they are taken care of. And then you took risks along the way, but there were calculated risks, like leaving the MDC, Magnolia to get into management. You took all these things, but now you're in a situation where like, all right, I've got a house. I've got the woman of my dreams. I've got my kid. Now I can let the performer in me shine once again. But now it's within the context of your overall, what you truly wanted all this time. And it wasn't that the stuff in the past didn't matter. It did matter. But you got, you went through so many phases where you're like, well, as a single guy, I can, I can skate all day long as a musician. I can't have a family. All right, well, I want a family, but I still want to perform. And now you're in your bedroom and you're just putting out these videos and they're they're yeah. clicking, they're resonating with people. And you don't ever have to leave the house and your wife can kind of knock on your door whenever. She's probably calling yep. you right now and it's just what it is, right? Yeah. That's, that's amazing. How do you feel about all that? Like, do you feel like you've kind of achieved what you wanted out of life in a way? Definitely. Yeah, man. Like every day, like I wake up just so thankful, you know, like, I couldn't ask for any more. So, and I feel like it's just only going to get, it's only going to get better. Like with my drive and support that I have from friends and family and loved ones, like it's only going to get better. So look out for big things, my friend. I'm looking out for them. Is there, I mean, you, you dropped so much gold here. Like I'm telling you, man, if someone listens to this whole podcast and listens to your entire story and sees what they're, what you're doing, they see the human side of you. They're going to learn so much. They're going to grow so much from this. But I guess just as a final note, is there anything that you would like to tell the audience or give them advice on something and let them know, like, uh, is there anything that you'd like to impart on them? Um, I just feel like it's, it's not, nothing's, nothing's done until you want it to be done like if you want if you want something do anything to get what you want like there's no time frame like we're on this world for as long as you know we're on this world for um and there's no time set you know like if you if you don't have it today that doesn't mean you can't get it tomorrow and it doesn't mean you can't get it five years from now like you nothing nothing comes easy you have to work for everything and 
if you have that mentality, then I feel like you'll get anything that you set your mind out that you can do. So um, I just never give up, man. I never give up and I'm always consistent. So I feel like if you take some of that advice and mix it in with, you know, what, whatever else you guys believe, I feel like, you know, you'll be in a good place. I love it. It's a heartfelt, it's a, the grind. And I truly believe that you're about to, you're going to, you're going to build foundations. This is going to be the foundation to the rest of everything that you do. I mean, you're just going to keep sailing higher and higher. And I know this for a fact that you're not going to dither or step away from it because you have the foundation of what you already want. You got your wife, you got your kids, you got your house, you got both your kids, you got your house. You, You've got the career, you've got the management spot. It's almost like you don't have to worry about all these other things now, and now you can breathe and kind of go in the direction that you truly want. It shows how much you care about the people in your life, which is which is important, really important. And it also shows people that, look, man, like you don't have to rush through life. Life is this p- process of unfolding, and it's like why I call it unfolding destiny. You kind of have to grow into becoming the best version of yourself. And sure, you might be able to do certain things in isolation, but what's the overall picture? Like, do you want that house? Do you want that family? Do you want that car in your driveway? Do you want to also have people in your life that care about you and vice versa? And then can you still pursue your dream along the way? And I think there's definitely ways to get the best out of uh, your life and what you want, but you have to know yourself and know what you want. So um, I guess last question is how can people find you online? What's your, what are your handles, your usernames? So uh, Instagram is W H Y I T. E-V-E-R-Y-B-O-D-Y-S-302, everybody's favorite 302. Um, that's Instagram. You know, follow me. I'll follow you back. As if you watch this whole video, hopefully you'll understand my process. Um, send me a message. We can talk. If you guys have any questions about, you know, what we, me and Numera talked about today, like, I'm happy to discuss anything you guys want to talk about. If you need help with anything, let me know. Um, and then YouTube is pretty much the same thing. Why it everybody's favorite. And then you'll see pretty much all my videos that we've been talking about throughout this process. So, yeah, man, that's me. That's beautiful. All right, man. Thank you so much. And um, we'll be in touch. All right. All right, bro. Thank you, man. Have a good one. Welcome.